1: And you'll get 51% off an annual subscription. And you'll be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out.
0: Brought to you you by Twin Strangers Productions.
1: Welcome back to 66.6 Monster Radio. I'm your host. We've got a popular guest coming in today. They have a very famous father, and we're here to get the scoop. I'm pleased to introduce Moth Girl.
0: Hey, y'all.
1: As you might have guessed based on her name, dear creepy crawlies everywhere, Moth Girl has a rather famous father figure.
0: Shucks. We're going to talk about him already.
1: We don't have to, actually, but he is the cryptid elephant in the room, to coin a phrase. I imagine our audience is dying to know about your relationship with your dear old dad. But let's get to know you a bit more before that. Like, for instance, am I going to be disemboweled and devoured today?
0: No, no! I eat vegan, actually. I find it's much healthier.
1: Oh, thank fuck. Well, you are more of a cultist type, perhaps? And I'm to be made an offering to some kind of eldritch deity?
0: I'm an atheist, actually.
1: That's two wins for yours, truly. Well then, I'm getting a little low on ideas here. What's the method of my demise this time?
0: Demise? Sorry, I didn't come here to kill you or anything. I just needed some advice. Some romance advice.
1: I see. Romance advice from Monster Radio. I'm afraid you may have come to the wrong place. I'm as single as a middle finger myself, but of course, here on Monster Radio, we're always willing to listen to your stories. Perhaps by doing a little cross-examination, we can help you sort through your romantic tribulations. Not that kind of tribulation. (laughs) Ha ha ha.
0: I'd be much obliged if you did. Where do I start?
1: Let's start with some context for myself and our audience. What do you do?
0: I go to Westmoth University. I'm studying larval psychology and behavior. I want to help little larva grow up well-adjusted as a social worker.
1: Oh, you're in school.
0: Yeah, I'm a soft moth, actually. I just started my second year at WMU. Go Lunars!
1: Interesting. I... Don't remember my college days at all. Strange. Anyway, so you are just starting in school relatively, and that's when this question of love arises.
0: Yeah, I started cheerleading for the Lunar Moths team this year. I wanted to try and be more active socially. I took my fresh moth year very seriously. I wanted to make my father proud, so I applied myself super hard and said to myself, No crushes, moth girl. But now, I've gotten a little used to school, I'm doing well, I have a few friends, but I wanted to do some activities and broaden my social circle a little. So this is only, like, the second game I've ever cheered for, and we're playing the Monarchs. The Monarchs are a team from an all-butterfly school. Now, I should add here, for anyone listening who may be of bug kind, I have nothing against any butterflies. But my dad... My dad is a bit old school. He always hated butterflies.
1: I didn't realize moths and butterflies were natural enemies.
0: Oh, they ain't. At least, not that I'm aware of. I think it's mostly just my dad, actually. I do know the reason for it.
1: Oh, do tell.
0: In case you didn't know, moth people are quite long-lived. I'm just starting uni, and I'm 327 years old. That's only a decade later than most moths go to college. My dad... I'm not sure how old dad is, actually. You know, Mothman? Yeah, I said it. My dad's Mothman.
1: Indeed.
0: Anyway, my mom and dad were quite close. But my mom... I didn't really know my mom. Dad said she was gone shortly after I was born and he always said it was a butterfly's fault.
1: That's very sad to hear. Was it rough growing up without your mom? Did your dad ever take another partner, if I may ask?
0: No, he didn't. I think that's how I knew it hurt him so bad. But you know, my dad's a champ. He always loved me dearly, and even though I was a decade late for school, he still let me go warning me all the way about a million little things I needed to watch out for and especially to be careful of butterflies. But anyway, here I am facing off against the monarchs. And again, I am the soul of inclusivity. I heard my dad's words ringing in my head, but I was determined to be simply professional and just peachy. We started our routine, and I'm the team flyer. We're getting ready for the throw, and I'm determined to make this one dazzling. I get up to the apex, and I spread my wings out big. I can see the faces of the crowd lighting up with awe at our stunt. But I realize they're not all looking at me. And while I'm hovering there, I train a few of my eyes sideways and see... The most beautiful butterfly ever is flying opposite of me. She's gorgeous! She has the loveliest amber wings I've ever seen. They're almost see-through. Scandalous. I know, right? WMU is pretty strict about the dress code. But I guess the monarchs get to wear just about anything. Or pretty close to nothing. But listen, I wasn't complaining. I was fixated on her incredible wings, the curve of her compound eyes, and the way her proboscis curled lazily under her beautiful head. And it was over, just like that. We both sank back into the legs of our teams, and the game continued. Or, rather, that...
1: That should have been the end of it, but it wasn't, was it?
0: You guessed it. After the game, we did the post-game shake, and I... I held on a little too long, I think. She locked eyes with me, and I think I squeaked or something. She just looked and looked at me, and I almost got bumped into by the next in line. We were so frozen there on the field. I kept moving, then, and I thought I'd made a right fool of myself. I ran under the bleachers, just trying to avoid the looks my team were giving me. I knew they were going to rise me, or give me a hard time, so I just wanted to get away for a bit. That's when I heard someone call my name. Moth girl! I turned around sharply to see who's after me, thinking I was about to hear all about it. Instead, I saw her. It was the monarch flyer.
1: She followed you under the bleachers?
0: <gasps> she did! I was so shocked and stammering. I said the dumbest thing imaginable. I said, how did you know my name? And she replied, it's written on your jersey. I felt so stupid. But that had to be it, right? Well, we chatted for a bit, and I'm sure you don't need to know all about that. Rats. But suffice to say, we had a very pleasant discussion, and I think... I think I like her. (gasps) No. I'm going to say it. I love her.
1: Love at first sight, eh?
0: It sounds corny, doesn't it? But I really can't help but feel this way about her. We have a lot in common. We both use the same wing conditioner, and we're both flyers on the cheer team, and we're both huge fans of the Gloom series.
1: Oh, that cheesy novel about the mermaid that falls in love with a pirate, but then the pirate falls in love with a siren, but the mermaid has to somehow convince the pirate that it's all the siren song. But it turns out the siren's not using the song after all, so now it's an aquatic love triangle. I
0: love those books!
1: Of course you do. One of the great cryptid series of our time.
0: So anyway, I think we really hit it off. But now, I'm having second thoughts. I think I still love her, but she goes to a different school.
1: The oldest excuse in the book.
0: And we never get to see each other, even though we ride all the time. But at the same time, I'm aware of what Dad would think.
1: <gasps> you haven't told him any of this yet?
0: No! I'm terrified too. I... I don't know what he'll do when he finds out. I'm scared he'll be angry, or I'll break his heart, or he won't speak to me anymore. Or... or... anything. I don't know. And I went and talked to some of my moth friends. I tried not to tell them about meeting Autumn. That's her name, by the way. But they figured it out pretty quickly.
1: You have an open book personality.
0: How did you know? You seem
1: an easygoing type and wear your heart on your wing.
0: That's what all my friends say. Dad says I got that from Mom. But yes, they figured it out and gave me some advice. Most of them were very accepting, but a few gave me a very good point. I remember she told me she knew who I was by my jersey. But my name isn't on my jersey. (gasps) That means she knew who I was. Either by reputation or maybe she asked someone. But if maybe she was looking for Moth Girl, that scares me. Because, of course, my dad is kind of famous. And there might be people looking to hurt me or hurt him through me. What if she's trying to make a fool of me? What if it's all a ploy to get to know me and then wreak havoc on all of mothkind? Hmm. Autumn, why?
1: That's a very serious charge. But it also makes some sense. There's a kind of paranoia attached to being a public figure.
0: Dad always warned me that it could happen, especially from butterflies. Was I a fool all along? Maybe I should have just listened to my dad. But then I think back on the letter she's written to me and the way she looked at me and talked to me that night under the bleachers. She's never asked me for anything.
1: How long has this been going on?
0: Six months. It happened in the fall semester, and now the spring semester is almost over, and I'm about to go home for the summer. That's partially why I wanted advice now, since I'll have to face Dad, and you can probably already guess.
1: You can't lie for shit.
0: Wow, you knew that too? You're really good at this.
1: (laughs) I've been at it for a while. Well, like I said, I don't have a lot to offer in the way of relationship advice. But after listening to your story, it'd be crazy to think that anyone would be looking for a payoff months down the line. They could be quite patient. But if they were hoping to get something out of you, either in the form of blackmail or just general embarrassment... They probably would have done something by now.
0: That's a good point.
1: I can't say for certain, but have you picked up on anything odd about your correspondence? Any probing questions?
0: Just what bugs we think are hot. We're both really into praying mantises. What the?
1: Really want to chew the head off a man, hmm?
0: I would never! But it is kind of hot, don't you think?
1: I've known a man-eater or two, I understand the appeal. But they haven't really used you for anything, in a sense of getting information, or in an emotional way, so it could be benign. I think your best bet is to ask them directly. Ask them to explain about the Jersey thing, how they knew your name, and to be honest with you.
0: Really? But if... what if they don't write me back?
1: then it's probably for the best, don't you think? If they act like you got wise to their scheme and don't write to you anymore, then it'll be proof you don't need to be pursuing this relationship. And if they do, there's a good chance there's some misunderstanding. They could be a fan of yours or your dad's who knew you by sight and wanted to get to know you but didn't want to come off too creepy. It could be they simply asked one of your teammates before they ran to meet you. Anything is possible. But I think you'll find truth to be the best foundation for any partnership.
0: That sounds really scary. But I think you're right. I'll give it a try. I'll write them a letter as soon as I'm back. Well, I think I must be off. I got some great advice, and I'm really grateful. Now, I'll just be grabbing a snack on my way out. Holy shit!
1: was i i thought they said they were vegan my god well uh, dear creepy crawlies i suppose that was all we had for tonight i hope you enjoyed our special guest and please do tune in next time to monster radio until then i'm your host yeah I, I I thought she said she was vegan. What the fuck was
0: that? yeah, she eats vegan. Priscilla's vegan
1: that first of all that that's not fair.
0: Nothing's fair in the void.
1: I can't argue with that, damn well, at least Priscilla will be back tomorrow since we can't escape and all and oh we show back up every day despite whatever grim fates we may meet with these guests you keep bringing in
0: oh yeah your next one is pretty bad well who is it it's pretty bad that's their name oh what are they demon ninth circle
1: ninth circle oh shit
0: Monster Radio is a podcast by Twin Strangers Productions and is licensed under an attribution share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Stella Odom and written by Ty Vaughn. The host is played by Ty Vaughn. Moth Girl is played by Stella Odom. Additional voices provided by Kyla Crockett. Find out more about us on our Twitter account, at Monster Radio Pod or our production account, at TwinStrangersP new episodes every other Thursday. And you can also watch our other podcast Syntax on the break weeks. You can find out more about that at syntaxpodcast.com. Thanks for listening or whatever.